Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always after uh, busy, busily constructing his own tent is the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey everybody, how are you? <laughs> I'm not even going to explain the joke, that was for Pat. Um, exactly, so- <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> how are you today, Pat? I'm very well, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's a beautiful it is, day, not a cloud it in the sky. It looks lovely. It is freezing. Yeah, and it is like 12 degrees. Yeah, it feels like 15 if I saw it correctly. That's, That's not my favorite. Good. You're like, oh, it's, it's 29. I'm braced for 29. And they're like, wind chill is four. And you're like, oh, I wasn't braced for that. No, then the dog's <laughs> going to be upset when we go out because, you know. All dogs yeah. have to be upset because the wind goes whistling across their exposed hiney hole, and that's just, that can't be comfortable. That's why they have all that fur. Dude, dude but the butthole is always uh, like. I know. Just always cold. Out. <laughs> just, just, just right there. Like, oh. Yeah, not <laughs> At least good. we have not pants. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so we're here to talk about the second and third episodes of Ultra Q. Uh, we're going to start with Goro and Goro. Uh, the original air date was uh, January 7th, 1966, directed by Hajime Tsuburaya and screenplay by Tetsuo Kinjo, excuse me, special skill director, Sadamasa Arikawa. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, Amagi Mountain, known uh, also as Sariyama or Monkey Mountain, uh, due to its indigenous monkey population, is discovered to be the home of a 50-meter-tall giant monkey, Holy Smokes. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we start we start with um, a uh, little cable car tour, and people are looking at the monkeys. Now, here's the thing that gets me: how can you see those tiny monkeys from up on that cable car? Oh, you can't. Oh, you absolutely cannot. They're like, look now- at all the monkeys, and I'm like, they would be like ants. <laughs> exactly. Now you got to figure the cable car is I don't know, hundred feet up minimum. So, yeah, you wouldn't see anything. It'd be 10 stories here. You wouldn't see anything. Yeah, you'd see little things moving. But, you know, I think there might be one guy there with a camera. Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember if I saw binoculars. I think I saw binoculars. a guy with a camera, but it didn't look like he had a big old lens on it. Like, Well, you could let him get away with, yeah, okay, it's an an enlarging lens. Sure it is. Not that great, but. If you've ever used SLR cameras, um. That's not, that's a regular old standard lens on that thing. That was a 50 millimeter, like your average, uh, uh, and now I'm doubting myself whether that was if 50 millimeters, the right, anyway, it looks anyway. like the one that comes with the camera when you buy the kit, you know what I mean? Like, I got you, I got you. So, and then they look and there's a big old mo- a monkey on, uh, on the mountain and he starts coming along the wires and yes. how much. Did it look like in the first picture that monkey when he stands up that he was hanging down? Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I'll get it, yeah. The 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 suit of this monkey, and I even wrote it down. The face mask is awful. The tail ridiculously bad. And the front the fur isn't great either. It's isn't <laughs> great. And like you said, the front in the partial area really does look a bit phallic. Well, it's not even that. It's that you can see the tail hanging between its legs when it first shows up. And I'm like, 
Whoa! Wait a second. Oh, it's the tail. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's a big furry monkey wang. That's uh, <laughs> that's oh, no, not no, what no. we need to see. Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> that, we're, okay, it's his tail. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> put mothers, put your pens down. Hey, no exactly. need to write All into the show. Your religious nuts can calm down. Now, <laughs> you don't have to write into the show. Uh, and oh, you know they man. Were, you know they would have. Yeah. <laughs> I do not subject my children to quality programming on television to look at a monkey's Johnson. I would like to submit exactly. to you that your show be taken <laughs> off the air immediately and be replaced by uh, reruns of Davy and Goliath or something oh, equally wholesome. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, no. How many times did you have to watch Davy and Goliath because you were up too early on a Sunday and there were no real cartoons? Oh, there's on? nothing on. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. And you're, you're like, oh, this going- is claymation. And you're like, oh, it's real religious claymation. But it's, yep. Yep. it's not the 700 Club. <laughs> yeah, then the 700 Club would be on you like, oh, forget it. Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> Gonna I go eat cereal. You like religion? I don't that much. <laughs> <laughs> I like religion, just not that much. Yeah, <laughs> like I like uh, a smattering. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's how you, that's how you knew that any ch- kids programming was over on a Sunday. Is the Seven Hundred Club would roll on, or on Saturday uh, when Soul Train started. Oh yeah, Soul Train started. You were out. <laughs> You're okay. Like, oh. Time to go outside. Yeah, you're like, let me let me unfurl from crisscross applesauce and get some circulation back in my legs. <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> so, um, so then the, we get some uh, we get some shots of uh, this um, caretaker guy, and uh, I mean, obviously he's taking care of the monkeys. And my favorite part is he whistles, and you um, obviously call some of the monkeys, but right. they do a quick cut to a guy in a suit poking his head out of a window and I'm like, well, that's a great trick. He called the salaryman. That's like- <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But that turns out to be two scientists. Um, one of whom is real crotchety about being away from civilization. And the other one who is super, um, very Into much being with nature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look you- how beautiful this is. Beautiful yeah. sky. No smoke. Yeah. No, nothing. The other one's this like, great. Dude, honestly, the Wi-Fi out here is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, then they go in, and all their chemicals have been ransacked. Yes. Um, I'm not sure why they're on a monkey preserve, and they need a giant chemistry lab. Uh, well, let's where be honest. else are you going to study your chemistry but in a monkey preserve? I mean, just yeah. seriously, that's where the science bill comes in. I get Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, we did all of our chemistry work in one of those giant butterfly um, tents that oh, you yeah. see at the Bronx Zoo. That's yeah, where we did all our chemistry that. homework. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Um, I. It's What's weird is we took math inside that big parakeet cage at Turtleback Zoo. I don't understand how that works. But, uh, so loud. Works. Oh, it's so works. loud. Oh, God. I, I remember the one... One time, my classmate took out one of those, one of those packages of, um, the little the little cracker sandwiches. Uh huh. Oh God, the chirping! Oh, oh yeah, forget the chirping. <laughs> <laughs> because they're but, basically <laughs> like, "Ooh, that's food. We can have some of that." Yeah, that's what I keep He's, telling Trish every time she makes food, and the dog looks at her and says, 
I, I could have some of that. It, it won't hurt me, I promise. Yeah, Fergus <laughs> is very, very uh, – he wants to pitch in when it comes to clearing plates. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, he's like, I, look, I'm helping. <laughs> I'm here for you if you can't finish that. I want you to know that I'm on the team. I am on team food. Right. I'm on team food. Whatever team it is, I'm on team food. You're not wrong. Exactly. You're not wrong. Oh, I like that. That I think there's a shirt in that. Team food. (laughs) Go team food. Yeah. So they, they, they yell at this poor Goro guy, whoever the villagers all call monkey boy. His parents apparently died and he was, Raised Let's, by monkeys. That's what it seems to be. Yeah, it's yes. not super clear, but he's also mute. But right, I have a funny feeling it's because yeah, I have a funny feeling it's because nobody was like, "Hey, you want to teach this guy some basic Japanese? That'd be great." And that'd be um, nice, people. Yeah, but no, no, they're just content to have him mute. Uh, yeah. be mute and. Uh, you know, handle the monkey chow. Sure. Okay. Why not? And he's supposed to be the caretaker. How do you fill out paperwork? So you don't. You just go take care of the monkeys and people fill right. out paperwork for you. Yes. The job they're, I want. People do the paperwork for me. Oh, I thought <laughs> taking care of monkeys, but okay. No, 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 no. I don't want to take care of monkeys. That's actually Well, you work. can't. Look, you can't have the no paperwork without monkeys. I'm pretty sure <sighs> that's part of the deal. No. <laughs> Some sort of monkeys, whether they're actual monkeys or... Uh, metaphorical monkey. Ooh, metaphorical yes. monkeys. I like that too. Um, <laughs> you know, I had a I had an episode title in mind, but metaphorical, metaphorical monkeys, monkeys may, might be might it. might actually take care, take precedence. <laughs> um, we'll see. Um, but uh, so, and then the, the angry scientist guy's yelling. I'm like, "How could you let the monkeys in here?" Oh, and they're yes. like, "Look, this is all the walnuts that were." They were Aoki nuts because that becomes important later on in the story. Oh yeah, I had it listed here as green leaf walnuts. And as a matter of fact, that's the the translation on the the new Mill Creek Blu-rays is is walnuts. Oh, is so, it really? Now maybe okay. that's the Japanese word for walnut. Entirely possible. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. Um, no, it wouldn't surprise me, but yeah. I wrote down Aoki notes because that's what my copy says. Right, and they were laced. It becomes with, important later in the in the episode. Right, Helipron G from a nearby research facility, which of is a growth hormone developed during World War II for the purpose of strengthening soldiers in battle. Um, right. However, when monkeys take it, it stimulates their um, what do you call it? Their thyroid. Of course. Yeah. So and this giant monkey makes them giant. Basically, has Graves' disease. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> that's great. Okay, <coughs> sure. Yeah, he sure, should have sure. made his eyes bigger. And I say this as a person with thyroid issues, so I'm allowed to make the joke <laughs> before somebody is like, "Wait, yeah, that's insensitive." I know it's insensitive. I'm practically insulted myself. Yes, absolutely. Speaking I'm as a not giant, that I have a thyroid problem. <laughs> speaking as a giant monkey. Oh no, I'm fat too. I'm, this let's. let's Let's throw all that out in the open. <laughs> I, look, I'm not going to blame the fact that I'm built like a schmoo on the on a thyroid issue. It's the fact that I I eat I like I eat. eat I eat too much. Like my like my surgeon said, you know what they say about food? It's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't and I don't exercise nearly enough as I should. So. Yeah. 
No, Welcome to different. America, you guys. Exactly. Um, yeah. So the research facility's custodian, a young deaf mute named Goro, who had previously befriended the monkey and also named him Goro, somehow if he's mute, I don't get it, but it's okay, now helps him to find food. So he, um, we also see that the uh, giant Goro uh, knocks over a milk delivery truck. Yes. And uh, has a, uh, has a, um, what do you call it? A frenzy on the milk. Yeah, a half keg of ponies. Uh, <laughs> or a half a half case, a rack yeah. of ponies is what I was looking for. Damn it! Um, but yes, of uh, so pony milk. So he was, you know, like now, pony beers. Yeah, I, I saw those. I I remember at one point my mother did get milk delivered in a can, not in or a bottles. can in yeah, bottles. Okay. But are, is that how milk was delivered in the 60s? Is it in those giant cans, I guess? Yeah, well... Because that would be a couple gallons of milk in those things. Right, they're huge. They're... they're, yeah. they, they're uh, Look like five gallons, pretty much, maybe no, ten. No, they're way bigger than that. They're uh, Well, okay, there are short ones that are like ten, ten-ish, and then there are really tall ones, which is probably what these were, which are like 50. Oh, that'd be a lot of milk. Yeah, yeah. Remember the episode before. of Ultraman where... The Boy Scouts got trapped somewhere, and they were like, "We don't have any milk." And they sent that kid on the bike, and oh, he had that giant super cans. huge milk can on the back yeah, of it. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, so like, those are the same things. Okay, the worst weight distribution ever. <laughs> like, you're gonna fill that thing with milk, and that kid is never gonna be able to pedal it uphill. There's no, no way. not at all. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> so as the Goro is drinking all this milk, uh, the thought occurs to me is. That's gonna really make that costume stink. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw the milk on the front of the costume, and I thought the same thing. I said, "They're never gonna be able to use that costume again." It's gotta that be water. Be destroyed. It's gotta be. It's gotta be colored. Colored water, water sure, yeah. but it still it still will mat the further on the yeah. costume. It's still not gonna be great. Yeah. By the way, I love the fact that you're like they'll never be able to use that costume again, and the props department super is like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Watch us. Do you have, have any idea how many times we reuse stuff? You, <laughs> I know. <laughs> clearly, Patrick. <laughs> we, uh, we, we are reduce, reuse, and recycle. Come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Goro, however, is caught stealing provisions. Right. Um, like, And by provisions, I mean fruit. Of um, course. And then he's, he's getting beat up by the crowd. And our our heroes arrive, and they're like, "Hey, you can't be beating this guy up." And they're like, "Oh yeah, well he's stealing food and blah blah blah." And then they start yeah. goofing on him because he's mute. And I'm like, "Well, this guy with the and you know, did you notice who that guy was? He was wearing his mask on his chin. Some things never change." <laughs> I saw. That. Yeah, and I I was trying to figure out why he was putting a mask on at all. I was like, okay, that's on his chin. It's not doing anything. That's, I don't yeah, get that. It's, it is a, it's just ripped from the headlines of today. I'm like, hey, <laughs> look at that. There's always been a-holes who wear them on their chin. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> so, um, Lord. of course, the giant monkey then gets uh, pretty ticked off about the whole thing. Um like this isn't great. Uh, where's my friend? And yeah. Um, yeah. he, they get a call that, oh, uh, the giant monkey is in town, 
which sounds like a code word. <laughs> Giant <laughs> monkeys in town. The fat yeah, man exactly. walks alone. <laughs> it's springtime in the mountains for you know <laughs> for the giant monkey <laughs> yeah it's springtime in the mountains for the giant monkey go fetch the milk it's spoiled uh, you know <laughs> good god so uh what we, what is great is we see this smaller scale monkey in much bigger scale uh building town it's great yeah uh he goes and finds a police car which um he chucks into a building, which promptly explodes. Obviously, that was a patrol car for the dynamite police. And uh, <laughs> Don't you carry flammable liquids in your police car? I thought everybody did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you have the important things in your car. You have the shotgun, um, police radio, uh, handcuffs, and 62 pounds of nitroglycerin. That's <laughs> the standard police issue. Very vital. Of course it is. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and it's good stuff. So, um, what's nice is the the Goro starts, uh, he, and he's not so much wrecking the town on purpose. But my favorite is it is a completely accurate um, depiction of me wearing a giant monster suit, where he steps into a building, then is yeah. caught, and, and then trips backwards and falls backwards into another building. And he's like, no. <laughs> Exactly. And then when he tries to swipe at the electrical wires, they yeah. show him actually going, oh, hey, that hurts. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Oh, how about when the two cops at the beginning, or I don't know if they're cops, but they're wearing riot, like uh, military yeah, helmets. So maybe yeah. they were military police. But the one guy has this big grin on his face as he's shooting at the at Goro. Oh, yeah. He's just having fun. Absolutely. Like, I'm on that television, you know. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm Goro, an actor, and this is great. Yeah, and Goro is getting shot in the butt, like, and he's like, "Oh, yeah," and going, oh, "Hey, what is that?" <laughs> so I don't like they, that. Yeah, um, having first publicized the giant monkey for the Daily News, the editor Seiki devises a plan to have uh, human Goro feed his enormous pet an narcotic laced milk. Uh, so right. that they can drug the animal because they have found that where uh, where um, Yuki was at on vacation, they also have a giant monkey um, on that island. Now in that, and it's a lady old, monkey. No, no, no! It was the same monkey. It's That's a lady supposed pat. To it's a lady monkey. They gave it a different name, and it was a lady's name. So oh, the implication that is that the monkey we're going to say. Goro to meet the lady monkey and he'll be happy. Well, did you died. notice now? Well, that that monkey also ate the walnuts, the fruit, right? Um, the yolky nuts, whatever they are. Yeah, because uh, there were it's also giant. World War Two. Well, all, yes, also because it's giant. <laughs> uh, evidence would suggest, but um, because they were searching for World War Two soldiers right. that were lost Who on the island. Well, not just lost on the island that may have still been living on the island in the areas around it, because yeah. there were oh plenty, plenty just yeah, yeah. kept fighting the war well after it was over, mm -hmm. just living in the jungle, which is crazy. I forget when the latest one was seventy six, seventy seven, something like that, something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, go take this over because I'm looking that up. Okay, well then, um. The they 
But the one thing I wanted to say is, as they're looking at all the pictures uh-huh. of all the natives that are on this island, did you notice the naked woman picture? I did not. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was like, this is a kid's show, and that's a naked woman picture. Well, here's the thing. Uh, different country, and m- the attitude of most other countries other than this one are, yeah, there's boobs. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, no. It's oh, not, I'm good it's, with that. Yeah, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. It's not, it a, was sex, it's not in a sexual. Yeah, <laughs> it's not in a sexual. She's not, like, in a come-hither pose. No, She's just no. like, yeah. It was um, just woman. Yeah, this but, is what I, this is, it's hot. It's the islands, you jerks. You know, it's not just <laughs> that. It was, she's a native. They don't know any better. And it's hot, us. dude. And it's hot. <laughs> I get it. But you still could not get away with that at any point in America. No. Still. No. No, because we're, we've got hangups yeah. about our bodies. Exactly. Oh, you got it. You don't want a kid to see your buttocks or anything like that. Exactly. Oh, Come on. <sighs> yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Um, so, um, human go Goro gives the milk to uh, Monkey Goro, who falls asleep, and then right. Human Goro gets pretty upset about it. Yeah, how come you guys put him to sleep? You didn't let me know that. Yeah, um, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Like he's going to go and have lots of monkey loving with another giant monkey. Right, and that was basically the end of the episode is we're just going to take him to the island, yeah. we'll bring you to the island as well, and you can live happily ever after on that island. I don't know if they mentioned that like to him, it. and also, I don't know if, like, you can explain that to him, but it's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, it seemed it seemed like they were telling Goro, we're going to bring you to the island with the monkey because that is where you are from and that way you they didn't actually say you can have a good life but it seemed that that was what they were implying are they implying that he's from that island i don't think they said specifically that he was from that island grew up with those monkeys that's why he's a friend of goro well no the The, goro the monkey yeah i get i understand that (laughs) um he's from that area of japan but not from that island he's from where the monkey sanctuary is no, 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 no. He's from the island where Goro is from. That's why he's so friendly with Goro. No, no, I That's think that, I think Goro is from this area because he ate those nuts that were in the research station. And separately on another island somewhere is this uh, other lady okay. monkey. That's, that also that's, ate nuts. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It's one Fair of those enough. it's one of those uh, script coincidences. I gotcha. That's I what gotcha. I think. Okay. But anyhow. Let's do our monkey minute on Goro. Um, see what I did there? I see what you did there. Go right ahead. <laughs> He's 50 meters tall and 10,000 tons. His first and only appearance is Goro and Goro. Um, again, once a normal monkey exposed to the drug uh, Heliopron Crystal G, it modified his body, transforming the monkey into a towering primate behemoth. Of course. Yeah, as as you do. Um the suit used to portray Goro is actually a loosely disguised King Kong suit from makes King sense. Kong versus Godzilla. Okay. Now that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. And if you think they're not reusing it later, the altered suit would be returned to Toho Studios in 1967 to film the pool scenes for King Kong Escapes. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, 
There you go. Fair enough. Um, one of the Ultra Q episodes was meant to have Goro return to fight Garamon. Woo! Um, but alas, it was not to be. Um, he also appears in the opening as a silhouette in the original series of Ultraman, even though he doesn't appear in uh, the actual, the actual series itself. Okay, that's fine. His roar is actually a slowed down cheetah call. Oh, okay. I would yeah. not have noticed that. Yeah. That's fine. Wow. If you think he looks bad in black and white, there is a uh, colorized version because they did do the original. They did it in in uh, color um, okay. when they released it on Blu-ray in Japan. They also released a colorized version. Holy butts! It's bad. Does he look terrible in color? Okay, I'll take your word for it. It's not great. <laughs> um, um, oh, you got. I it. believe you completely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's no fun. <sighs> But yeah, so I like that. Like, I do kind of like that they they don't show you like the conclusion of everything. Like, no, yeah, they so don't have go, to. Right, yeah. right. He's gonna go live on this island with the lady monkey, have fun times there, and just live. And we'll let him live. It's not a big deal. Would you say, Patrick, that he's going to get up to some monkey business? Ah, uh-huh, yes. there you yeah. go. Bad pun joke. I like it. I like it. Bad <laughs> pun joke. Bad pun joke. Exactly. <laughs> Did you mean to say bad joke? I, bell? No, no. Oh, okay. Bad pun bell. <laughs> You're like, no, bad I know what I bell. said. That's fun. That's fine. I'll go with it. <laughs> also, the last Japanese soldier to formally surrender was Hiro Onada. Lieutenant Onada finally handed over his sword March 9th, 1974, after holding out in the Philippine jungle for 29 years. There is a dollop on him, a reverse dollop. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I listened to that one. That one was fun. Like, dude, 29 yeah. years. Yeah, and there were people in the jungles for years because they were told this is what you have to have to actually surrender, and a lot of them listened to that. Yeah. Well, also, there was a lot of like, uh, you're going to hear that there's that it's over, and it's not. So don't. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, your commanding officer has got to give you this phrase to really think that it's over. Yeah. Okay. It's like, oh. And if you're wondering, he did. He has passed away uh, in January of 2014. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, just in case you wanted to know, I, <laughs> of course I did. Yeah. Of course I did. <clears throat> So we're going to be back uh, in a minute with part two of our episode, The Gift from Spain. <laughs> right, we'll man. be right back. Okay, we are back from our little break with the gift from space. I can't stop saying it that way. No, I understand that that yeah. is the way it has to be said. I mean, <laughs> don't true. take away from that. No. Uh, air date one sixteen sixty six. Hajime Subare again, director. Tetsu Kinjo again, screenplay. Keiji Kawakama is our special skill director. Uh, third episode, of course, of Ultra Q. And uh, we open up with June and Yuriko uh, flying in a plane. And uh, they spot a capsule coming down. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, that's not supposed to be here. How strange. And what, what I love is she was berating him for like, she's like, you know, treat me like a professional. 
Yeah. <laughs> I take and, good pictures. He's yeah. like, did you take a really good picture? Of course I did. I'm a professional She's like, so they're masterpieces all automatically. She's like, duh, of course. And I'm like, God, I love Hiroko Sakurai so much. Oh, yes. Yes. God, she's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you grew up with a crush on her. That's a different argument. Yeah, but you, you can't deny how cute she is. No, she's series. cute. You I'm can't. not arguing that part. Oh, God. And the, she's got charisma. She's got great screen presence. Yes. Like, yes, she it's does. obvious that part. why they were like, no, she's going to be in the next one, too. You know, like, he's in, oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. arguing that. But now, the, the one question I did have is that mm. the song they were singing, I'm guessing was a Japanese lullaby. Uh, she was humming lullaby. it. She was singing yeah. it. So I'm guessing it's some sort of Japanese lullaby that I've never obviously heard. Because, right. again, I'm not Japanese. Right. Uh, well, very similar, I guess, to. Um, the uh, the uh, Iron King television show, we can't use uh, non-public domain music because then we have to pay for that. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> so what we're going to do, what we're going to do is a folk song that everybody knows. <laughs> that is in the public domain. <laughs> What's great is as I was, I was at work last night, walking to the break room and I was passing the laminator and um this guy's working on the laminator and i had the saxophone solo to baker street in my head as one does when one lives in america yeah and you yeah. you know every so often you're just sitting in the car and you're like da, na, 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 na. Yeah. Yeah. right um which is funny because uh there was a solid two days at work when we could not remember who performed that or what song it actually was <laughs> everybody could do the entire saxophone <laughs> thing but they're was it this? I don't think it was that. And then, was it this? No. And then somebody was like, you know, it's a song with actual lyrics, and we would not believe him. <laughs> that's great. We're like, no, clearly that's an instrumental. And he's like, nope, nope, not at all. Here are the lyrics. Here's how it goes. This is, this is the guy, home. and it's called Baker Street. And then we were like, huh. And like, it was kind of just very underwhelming because we were like, well, th okay. That, that, <laughs> Just everyone yeah. was so sure it was going to be like something instrumental, and they were like, or like we also thought it was that one that's like, you belong to the city. Oh, yeah, but it's not that one either. So, as I'm walking past the laminator, I whistled, I was like, <whistles> but it was kind of like to myself, right? And he's working at the laminator, and he's like. He obviously doesn't know where he picked it up from. Yeah, and, just, and it just kind of subliminally drifted over to him, and he picked <laughs> yeah. it up and started doing it. And I'm like, Hyro's not even from America, and that's how much that song has culturally penetrated the zeitgeist. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that is just like, oh. all right. He's like, huh, where did that go? I wonder why that song's in my head. Yep, yep, and yep. will be for the next two weeks. Exactly. And then he can yell at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not going to tell him. But anyway, so um, she's taking pictures. Uh, Eureka's taking pictures. And uh, I called her, I don't think I called her Eureka before, but that's okay. Um, that's sorry, Eureka. Uh, go ahead. Inside. So um, she's taking pictures. And that's how you can tell that these guys couldn't see anything because that's a long lens on that camera. Yes. Yes. A yeah. much 
bigger lens to take she, pictures further away. She was like, okay, take my F-stop. And she did the right photographer stuff, too. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very impressed at how she really knew what she was doing with the A little attention to detail was, uh, was a yeah, good thing. All it takes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they report the thing. And uh, we, wow, what's our next step? To, is that where the um, guys should go up to, like, the generals going into what looks like the... Uh, Oh no! Or is that no, they're in. On. They're in a, a military base. All yeah, yeah, yeah. At this giant round table. That's and right. The, and everybody's says, sign is in English. Oh, of course. Okay. Sure. Of course, because everybody can read English in Japan. That's just yeah. the way it is. Yes. And they say they launched a satellite to Mars six months ago. Oh right, and that's but where it's we see back Colonel right. Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, it, go ahead. As a, as a man approaching, um, looking at my golden years, can you say hair and facial hair goals? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If you could get that bitching handlebar mustache thing going and, and that, that chin thing, whatever that it is, crazy goatee that he has. Yeah, yep. that was, that was, <laughs> that's a good look for that dude. It's a good look. Ah. <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah. But that scientist also says that the spaceship, the satellite, whatever it is, should have broken up, but mm -hmm. somehow it was returned by some sort of intelligence that yeah. is at least as good as ours, if not better. Right. Okay, that can't be good. Right. And that's when our reporter team shows up outside, right, with the with – the, um when the, the military guys are walking in, all the reporters are like, what can you tell us? And they're like, nothing. Yeah. And then – then uh, June and every and Ipe show up and everybody, and they're like, "Who are you? We discovered it. All right, we can talk about it now." Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're here now. We can reveal plot. Right. Points. Okay, we, that makes we sense. We didn't want them to feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. That's really also. They're talking to military spokesman guy, right? Standing next to military spokesman guy is a dude with a five o'clock shadow. And I'm like, hey, soldier, how about, or airman or whatever. I'm not whatever. sure. I'm not familiar exactly. with their, with the military rankings. And I know someone will be. Um, yeah, how about a shave? Yeah. You're supposed uh, to be clean cut because you're in the military of some sort. That's the unless, way it works. Unless this is a clever, um, like allusion to the fact that they've been up all night working on this problem. In which case, bravo, you guys. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. You know what? I'll buy that. He, his be. hair grows that fast. But, well, it's a five o'clock shade. It didn't have like, it wasn't friggin' Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. It no, was, no, no, no. I get that. But for me to get a five o'clock shadow. Been, which would have been an amazing <laughs> cameo. You're Irish, Pat. Your hair doesn't uh. grow that fast. <laughs> This exactly guy might have where I was going. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That we get look at Ibano, like the hairiest man alive, probably can't grow a great beard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, my wife used to have a massive crush on Bono, right? Oh, that's fine. Of course. Yeah, so we went to we oh that's not I don't take umbrage with that. No, um, you can't. We went to I suppose I could, but what's the point? <laughs> um we went to see you too because we won I won tickets. Okay. Um, I want that to be clear. I would not pay to go see YouTube, but I won tickets. Um, and 
we're watching the big screen and Bono's singing and whatnot, and I'm looking at him, and I go, hey, have you ever noticed how much he looks like Robin Williams? He really does. And she turns to me and she goes, well, you've ruined it for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And I'm like, or did I give you a Robin Williams fetish? (laughs) Pick one. Go with the Robin Williams fetish. Don't let your That's what I would have done. I would have been like, you know what? Now there's two. Oh, the dirty things I could think of. You know, like. (laughs) 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 But that's the difference between women and men most of the time. Um, Yeah, we're going for quantity a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they find um, two gold spheres. In yes. the uh, in the um, capsule, they're like, "Oh, yeah. that's nice. That was very nice of them to include a gift." And they're all laughing, like, "Oh, it's friend- like friendship bracelets, you know?" <laughs> right. And then they show pictures also taken from the satellite, right? Of yeah, weird angles, and you're looking at it, going, "Mary, I don't know yeah. what it is, but not yet, anyway." What was great is there were like little eight by tens or whatever. Yeah. Was that a huge stack of pictures? Or what? <laughs> like, that was an enormous stack of pictures. Yeah. And what a lot of uh, younger listeners may not know is back in the day before digital cameras and having a camera on your phone and all that stuff, you would have to send your film out to get developed or you'd have like, I'm sure this place has a guy on staff to do it, which is fine, but you'd get a big old stack of pictures out of your roll through them for anything decent because you never knew what you were getting. You're like, oh, Uncle Ted's got his eyes closed to this one. And, oh, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, I'm making a weird face. Oh, jeez. You know, and you take 36 pictures and you're like, we got eight. Awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah. And you'd be good with eight out of 36. Yeah. Having developed them all. Yeah. After you took them to that tiny little kiosk in the middle of a parking lot. The oh, photo yeah. mat. The Kodak photo mat. Oh, I remember those. Oh, I remember There has those. to be something under that, right? That can't just be where a guy sits for eight hours, right? I no, mean, that's where a guy sits for eight hours. He's got a chair there, and that's it. My <sighs> cousin actually worked in one of those. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, I guess, but like, it's got to be terrible. But She said it was about, you know, when people came up, you were busy for a little while, and then you were bored for an hour, and someone uh-huh. else came up, and you were busy for 10 minutes. <laughs> but you can't read. Well, they don't bring a magazine. Yeah, it, it was not great. She said it wasn't great that you really couldn't go very, very far because the photo mat was open, so you could yeah. kind of walk out and do whatever you were doing. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't that great. I felt bad when I was driving home last night because I pulled up to the parkway to pay my dollar ninety toll, yeah. and uh, I see the same like three guys every night. And the one guy was like, "Oh, hey, man," and I was like, "Dude, you look so cold," and he was like. This heater is doing nothing tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, he's like, it's just, he goes, it's hot. Don't get me wrong. It's doing what it can do, but it's not doing anything. It's like, uh, it's best is not good enough. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then, I mean, jackets, it's going to be hat, mask, earmuffs. And it's going to be very soon that he doesn't have a job because they're getting rid of all the toll takers. They're making everything just cameras now. Absolutely. Okay. So wait a second. How are they going to – so they'll just send you a bill in the mail? They'll send you a bill. You Let won't me get... tell you how well that works. Badly. Because when it was during the pandemic 
And I, you know, they were like, oh, we'll send you a bill. Yeah, they sent me a bill once and it was already past due. And they were like, you owe us all the tolls plus $50 for everyone that you didn't pay yet. So well, what, it was $3,000. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, let's put some toll takers back in there because the easy pass thing doesn't work. Well, what's, what they're going to do is they're going to take away the fines for not paying the toll instantly. You're still yeah. going to get time to pay them, but, but they don't arrive make... soon enough. The, the system is terrible. The I'm system not is the terrible. The system is not yeah. terrible, but yeah. they're going to give you extra time built in now because they know that the mail has been slowed because of a certain president. They don't, uh, we're not saying we're not going to say nothing. We're not saying <laughs> nothing. This is an escapist podcast. I'm not. I have no problem exactly. talking about chin maskers, but I'm not getting. <laughs> I'm not going to get political. I'm just everything else is. <laughs> Talk about big monsters. Move on. Yeah. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, I'll tell you how crappy easy passes because of their terrible, like, well, I sent in my money. They're like, well, we only show ever cashing one check from you. I'm like, then where's the money I sent you? Yeah. That yeah. you took. Yeah. Yeah. So the fight continues. That's why I use my easy pass with a credit card. So they can't say they yeah. didn't get the money. I can oh, see yeah, it yeah. going out of the credit card. Well, now they won't give me an easy pass because they owe them $3,000. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a fun fight. Good luck. It's been good. It's been fun. They're like, well, we'll lower it to 600. No. And I'm no. like, so now I have to go back through all my banking records for the last 10 years oh to find every God. check I've ever written to them. Right. And prove that you have already paid the $600 yeah. that you owe them. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah, yeah. if they didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years. Oh, that's yes. great. Good Thank luck. You. Yeah. No, I know. I Anywho. Know. So uh, they say we got to put these uh, gold spheres uh, somewhere safe. Cut to somewhere safe where there's a Yakuza guy cutting through safe with a blowtorch. Now, that is an actual bank safe because those yeah. are the only places that have safe that are giant doors. Well, well it's a military, it's a government facility. I get it. Why not? For, well, here's the big question. Go ahead. What's with all the cash? <laughs> like, That's why it's a bank safe, because you see all the cash. They went no, to get I the get cash. That. I get that. No, I didn't ask why all the cash or why the safe because of all because all the cash. Right. But why all the cash? Like Because it's a bank safe. The easiest I understand that. But if it's... Okay. These scientists are like, put it in the safest place we have, i.e. a giant safe, right? Right. So the Yakuza guy's there robbing the giant safe. Which right. leads to a lot of questions. One being, is the safe in a government institution? And if so, how did the Yakuza guy get in there? And if it's just a bank, who thought to deposit two gold orbs at the Tokyo Savings and Loan? <laughs> Here's the way it goes. And this is where I went. It's not even in the safe deposit box. Just put it in the vault with all the rest of the cash. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I went. Is that would be the safest place you could find <laughs> is in a bank safe because it guess. is a giant wall of iron. But it didn't work. <laughs> I'm not saying it worked. I'm not saying it worked. But I got the idea that okay, they put it into a bank safe because that is safe. 
I want to see the I want to see the deleted scene where the guy has to write out a deposit slip for, for two, two gold, balls. gold balls in a case, and the teller's like, "Sir, you know this is a bank, right?" Like, yeah, yeah, I know. But when the military comes and tells you, "I need you to put this in your safe," you know what you do? Okay, you got it. Yeah, it's in I the guess. safe. In I, the I suppose. Corner. Sure. Yeah, we'll put it in the back. So the guy <laughs> takes these big stacks of money out, and my first thought was. Man, I'd love to have a stack of that prop money. Um, yeah, oh yeah. And the, the good thing is, because in every other country, all the bills of different denominations are different sizes, mm. this is a big size piece of money. Yeah, so that's a not, lot of money. And yeah, it's they're a not stack playing around. A lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I was like, okay, cool. And then, of course, he gets to the back of the safe, which isn't super big. It looked like, here's the thing that kills me, is it looks like the vault door opens, he goes in, and it's a, what looks like the stock room, where you would have the paper towels and the toilet oh, yeah, paper, yeah, yeah. And, and then there's a exactly smaller safe, but it's Inside, not a safe, yeah. it's just a like, liquor cabinet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the money is. <laughs> You got the safe inside the safe. Sure we do. Okay. <laughs> it was just like a little tiny cabinet. And it was like, oh, well, here's how you see where they keep the cash. Hey, you know what? I'll take some of these pens, too. Like, <laughs> exactly. These don't even have the chains on them yet. This is amazing. <laughs> At what point do you think banks um, realize that, you know, it's cheaper to just give them a cup of pens at the door than it is to frustrate everybody with these pens on chains. <laughs> it actually depends on the bank because sometimes when you go to a bank, there's still pens on chains. Really? What bank? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was in the Chase and Hazlitt, and they have... Really? Like, right across from the ATM, they have a little desk with all your little deposit slips. Oh, well, that's in the... On a chain. In the foyer, if you will. In the foyer, yes. Yeah. A well, I can understand that because, like, if somebody goes in and during closed hours and someone has taken the pen, <laughs> that's not good. I understand. Right. But I mean, like, in the bank office proper. like in Oh, the, no, no, no. In the bank office the, proper, the there's pens. Are. Yeah, there's pens yeah. with the branding of Chase upon them. So even right. if you, you steal it, you know you got it from Chase. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fine because then I know where to get more pens. <laughs> <laughs> they're not dumb i mean they're like maybe they'll deposit some money the next time they need a pen it's fine exactly yeah. exactly so anyways these guys um the the um thieves Yaku yakuza guy shows up at uh june's um uh plane business i don't know what to right. call that <laughs> the plane business that's fine um, that's fine yeah. and he's like yeah you got to fly me over to watch jiggers uh this island yeah. and he's like yeah we don't fly at night and he goes, this yeah, I'll make it worth you your, well, he goes, I'll make it worth your while. And he throws a giant stack of money at him. And he's like, yeah, no, it's against the law. And he's like, well, maybe this will change your mind. And he's like, well, okay, the gun is pretty good. <laughs> That's a different argument. <laughs> My favorite part is then he pockets the money anyhow. Of course. Right? You have to get paid first. Yeah. And then, of course, he throws, I guess, a pen at the guy. And they start having a fight. Yeah, and uh, they uh, have a fight. Uh, the guy loses one of the gold balls um, in the in the kerfuffle in the office. Right, and it's buried uh, on the paperwork instantly. Right, 
smash cut to the plane landing <laughs> on the island. Yeah, and, uh, at night, because yeah, it's still night. Yep, and the guy going, all right, get out of here. And uh, he takes off again. And so then uh, Ipe shows up in the morning, and uh, June is still asleep in the plane. And uh, they, uh, he's like, hey, what are you doing sleeping in the plane? And we got cut back to the island where two Yakuza guys are in a volcanic cave dividing the money up. Right. And it right. didn't dawn on me that it was a volcanic cave because they were, like, coughing. And I'm like, they're like, oh, it's so slimy. And I'm like, are they just bad with damp? You know, I didn't, it just didn't. Didn't put on. it together. No, I got it. That's fine. Then the little gold ball rolls into the uh, water, and the heat is what causes it to expand. Exactly. And it's, oh my goodness, it's an egg, and a giant slug monster called Namigon Oh, is that what the name of it was? Yes. Okay. Uh, And uh, it shoots weird uh, arrow lasers out of its eyes, and it kills the two gangsters. Yeah, the whole monster's ridiculous. But what I I love about it is... A giant space slug would probably look remarkably like that. Being big eye stalks and it's well, slimy as hell looking. The thing I s- thought was this is just an actual slug that they actually use because there's no way you're building a suit it's like a suit. that. It's a suit. I think that's a suit. 100% it's a suit. Because there was what no. What giant slug has a mouth with a mustache like that? Obviously, can, he goes to Gomez's groomer, but that's another thing. The it's thing I don't completely a suit. It's one hundred and ten percent. I believe you that it's a suit. I thought it was an actual slug because there could yeah. be slugs with different stuff on it. Well, sure. I don't see as a suit how someone is comfortable in that thing. There's no arms, no legs, yeah, and it just would be uncomfortable as all get out. I find it adorable that you think suit actors are comfortable. <laughs> but I'm just saying that there's I'm not saying that they're normally comfortable I get they sweat in the suits I get that part but I'm just saying this particular suit there's no way you can do anything May you I, have to lay with your arms and your legs together completely sir the prosecution would like to uh, submit exhibit A which is Bolton okay <laughs> All right, fair enough. The giant asterisk monster. Like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Besides, he's probably on his knees. He's he's probably on his knees with his hands up like so, because Pat can see me. Um, and those were operating the eye stalks. Right, right. He had the two little. Okay, I can buy that part. So he's on I his can knees. Probably. I guess. I guess it just looked uncomfortable. If that oh. that's a suit, it would be very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. That's why okay. these guys are paid poorly. So, uh, <laughs> capitalism. You get to work real hard for no recognition, and I bet you the pay very little money. Pay. Yeah. Um, oh, there's Owen behind you. He's the closing door. the door. Yeah, um, making a lot of noise. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he came up the came up the stairs like an elephant. Um, of course, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the June and everybody show up at the uh, on the island. And the islanders are like, well, we've roped off the cave. Uh, right. We hear monsters coming out of it. Oh, yeah, that's that's why they show up, because there's reports of a monster on the island. Right, and, and they're uh, in the newsroom, and this guy says, there are monsters on the island. Right. 
the chief of the newsroom says, well, you have to go investigate. And the guy's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not He's me. like, I'm an entertainment reporter. Yeah, <laughs> I don't gonna really happen. do that. And Yuri says, oh, no, I'll go. I yeah. look into monsters. I look into weird stuff. I'll He's go, like, you no again? Problem. She's like, it's a matter of taste. I'm like, God, you don't get what I love. <laughs> By the way, how about at the end of this episode where they're talking about the whole thing and uh, still handing out coffee? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. But it looks Absolutely. like Ipe made it. So, like, it's a little it could something. be something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at least he's helpful. Um, yes, but what's yes. great is it turns out he found the other ball and had it worked into a pendant. Okay, we are back. Pat had to take a phone call from his mom who called up to let him know that, of course, it's a guy in a suit. That's what it was. <laughs> for Christ's sake, Patrick. Did you How did you not know that? Oh, for God. Oh, my God. It's a fucking suit. How many times I have to tell you? <laughs> it's almost as bad as my mother's accent. <laughs> Dude, your mom has the best accent. Pat's mom is Irish, like Ireland Irish. And, oh, she and, is from Ireland. She grew yeah, up yeah. there. <laughs> Again, Ireland Irish. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I made that clear. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Your mom should be on the money. She's so Irish. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or at least the shirt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, back to back to the matter at hand, which are monsters. Um, right. So our news crew shows up at uh, the island, and all the islanders well, like, no, no, broke no. it off. It's scary. There's oh, an yeah, important be, part before that. Uh, uh, As yeah. they're flying to the island, the pilot puts a very pretty necklace yes, on Ipe. Yuki's No, neck. not the pilot, the Ipe, the uh, oh, comic Ipe, relief guy. He's okay. like, hey, I've got your present. She's like, oh, my God, I love it so much. It's great. And yeah. she's like, wasn't it expensive? He's like, nah. That's <laughs> all right. Don't worry. I got it. <laughs> right. And... Uh, you know, that can't be good. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just have to bring it up because it becomes an important plot point later. Huge. Literally huge. <laughs> um, so they show up at the island, and, of course, all the islanders are like, no, we roped it off because there's a monster in the cave, and we could hear it. And they're like, but we haven't heard it in a while, so maybe it's dead. And they're like, all right, fine, we'll go in. They're like, are you crazy? And they're like, <laughs> it'll be fine. And Ipe goes to the cop. He's like, can I borrow that? Bring the gun. And he goes, no, he's, no. All right, then you're coming then you're with coming us. In. <laughs> That's when, as you're afraid cop, you go, you know what? Here's the gun. Have yeah, fun. Go you ahead. Take go the gun. Have the nightstick. You know what? You want the whistle too? You know, <laughs> <laughs> if that'll help, here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, because when we hear you blow it, we're going to run. That's yeah, how we'll this go is the other work. way. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how this works in case you weren't 100% sure. Uh, oh, wow. So they go in and um, they, um, they're like, well, okay, uh, there's the gangster. And my favorite is, Ipe goes, is that the guy who threatened you? He didn't threaten me. He beat the ever loving daylights out of me in our exactly. office and crashed the place. He oh, okay. Me. Yeah, he threatened me with his knuckles into my face. That's how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, Nicely done. Uh, so they, uh, they, they're poking around, and then uh, Niranga shows up again. And June takes the gun and just starts shooting at him, which yeah. I thought was pretty impressive. Um, m more impressive was the fact that it somehow had a full magazine of ammunition. Um, <laughs> well, of course it did. Of course it did. The gangster was shooting at him at Naranga when the last time we saw him. And then he stopped to reload before he was killed. Okay, sure. Sure, sure. And we don't exactly <laughs> know how these thieves died, but just the fact that they are dead. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> sorry about that. It's okay. It's that volcanic <laughs> gas. <laughs> Check to make sure there's no eggs around. Quick. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so everybody runs out, and the monster um, is comes busts out of the cliff. Uh, Which is a very scene. decent yeah. scene. Yeah, I like that a lot. And uh, so June is like shooting at it. And then he does the, the what I call the Superman move. And when he runs out of ammunition, he just throws the gun at him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, when Superman ducks. <laughs> in the history of, that's my favorite, is Superman duck. Like, last son of Krypton, it's not going to hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Superman's like, look. I'm not even going to let you hit me with the gun, you jerk. Like That was always the fun with the George Reeves. You'd see yeah. you know, the pretend he, bullets bouncing off. He stops off. bullets, and yet, oh, I don't want to get hit in the head with a gun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that rubber gun, my boy. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> that would smudge my makeup. So exactly. Naranga charges at June, and uh, June, of course, dodges it successfully as it tumbles into the cliffs or tumbles off the cliffs, rather, into the ocean below, and it right. is dissolved by the salt water, being that it's a giant slug. Uh, I, I, that's, does that actually happen with real slugs? Because that I don't know. Yeah, salt dissolves slugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a well-known thing. Um, okay. And uh, so uh, Dr. Uh, Ichitani theorizes that the spheres were sent by, that's Dr. Uh, Colonel Sanders, by the way. Okay, um, thank you. Yeah. Um, they were sent by an advanced alien race, possibly as a warning to mankind for launching so many pesky space probes. So um, they're all chit-chatting, and then uh, Eureka is wearing the second sphere and stands a little too close to a Bunsen burner, right. and it inflates. And she's freaking out. She's like, get it off, 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 get it off. <laughs> so they pull it off, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And she starts yelling at him. I'll never forgive you for this. And he's yeah. like, I tried to do something nice for you. You, you gave me an woman. egg. This is, <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> it looked pretty. <laughs> you ungrateful lady, you cheap You know, this guy's just trying to get a date. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, it didn't mean to give you an alien parasite as a thing, but, you know. So they throw it outside, and in a really nice um, uh, scene, it hatches in, like, the front garden of this place. Right. And it's got, like, the big light-up eyes and whatnot. And um, and they're like, the narrator's like, we're pretty confident that the endless supply of salt water will take care of this problem for us. And I'm like, right, ran, out, they, ran out of time, did you? Like, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I'm sitting there going, they just let it live because they ran out of time on the second well, they, monster. They said to one somebody like, go get the salt water or something. The, the yeah. professor Professor Dr. Colonel Sanders is like, go get salt water and the guy runs out. So like obviously we know what kills it so it'll be fine, but like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's not like you're not going to be able to find the giant slug. I'll give right. it that yeah. hard. It's, also, it's eyes light up. It's nighttime. <laughs> it's not a problem. Yeah, we'll find it. But just yeah. the fact that they leave it to your imagination how it is taken care of yeah. is really a cool thought. Yeah, yeah. So that, I enjoyed that. That was fun stuff. Again, was. this was also released in Ultra Q Volume 1, Episodes 1 through 4. Right. Um, and Or you can watch it on the Total Natural Color Blu-ray. 
which features episodes one through three. Ah. We'd give you all four <laughs> if we're adding color to it. And I'm sure it's $10 more. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. I don't mind watching it in black and white. No, no. Um, but we're going to, we're going to look at Namigon, who is our monster for our okay. monster minute. Go right um, yeah, I will do that. Um, let me just pull this up here. Um, Oh, while you're looking, I'll ask. I have been looking for that A to Z podcast that we had on our Facebook page. Have you I don't seen think it's it? I don't think it's been pushed yet. I don't think okay. that, that I don't know what's taken Anchor so long to do it. Um, oh no, I haven't seen like it yet. why 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 it, had they asked me, I would have recommended Pinecast, our own hmm. host, because it's a great host. In fact, it I is. will recommend that to them anyway, just in case. Um, if they because, are listening, which we think they are. Which, yeah, well, they are. Um, like, I recommend Pinecast, you guys. Uh, use the promo code in the show notes. And uh, you will be on all the platforms much quicker, um, yeah. including Spotify. And, and Well, other than Anchor. We won't weigh on Anchor, but that's fine. Um, and uh, it's, it's cheap. Been- 10 bucks a month, guys. 10 bucks a month. And it's um, you'll get 40% off for the first three months uh, with... Um, with Your our, promo code. Our promo code, yeah. And then so, we'll get a couple shekels on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a couple of months of free hosting. It's very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, if you put in Ultra Q Natural Color uh, Blu-ray in Amazon, it pulls up anything other than that. Of course. I don't understand. Does. Garbage bags? I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what is that? I don't yeah, understand. you need natural color garbage bags. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like... Brace yourself now. Go ahead. <laughs> the Ultra Q in color is box one. Okay. Because they never release it all in one series, of course. Oh, of course. Now let's see here. This is the Blu ray version. And let's see what it includes. Uh, it's four discs. So it's the first 12 episodes. Okay. Give or take. I can't be 100% sure. Right, Would right, you like but... to take a guess at what the. Now, this is out of print. This, this oh, it's after- out of print. It's a hundred dollars. Hold on. Uh, hey, come on. Price is right. Rules. How close am I? <laughs> That's oh, not close. Even- <laughs> wow. Even used, used. They are three hundred and seventeen dollars. Oh for my that- god. If you would like a brand new factory sealed box, right. How about seventeen hundred forty-two dollars and fifty-eight cents? Wait, let, let's try that again. One thousand seven hundred forty-two dollars and fifty-eight Holy cents. Holy yeah, yeah. I'm okay with the black and white version. Hey, you can save five hundred bucks if you buy it on DVD, though. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with the black and white version. That's I don't need a thousand dollars of videos. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it in color. Uh, the oh, no. the box set. Box set part two is eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, good god! So yeah, you can get both. So for three grand, yeah, four. I'm good. I'm good. Almost four. Holy criminies! (laughs) That's insane. (sighs) That's for everybody who's like, boy, I wish I lived in Japan. Do you? Do you now? No, I don't. No, I don't. (laughs) Four grand for something I bought for less than fifty bucks? No, I don't think so. I don't need it in color. Anywho. Here's our kaiju, um, our monster minute for um, no, uh, Namikon. No, Namikon. Oh, Namikon. Okay. Okay. 
30 meters tall, 10,000 tons, homeworld of Mars. Um, only appearance is the gift from space. Um, <laughs> let's see if there's any sort of trivia action here. Uh, Namigon is referenced briefly in Ultraman 22 of, uh, mentioned briefly in episode 22 of Ultraman Mebius, uh, while logs on a Mars expedition are being looked at. Very oh, cool. okay. <clears throat> he has the same roar as Varan and Baragon. Okay. Yep. And, uh, you know, when you look at the still from the uh, show where the I-beams are being fired, right? it looks less like arrows and more like sperm. <laughs> That's not good. That's also That's a good episode good. title. Less like arrows, more like sperm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm gonna I'm looking at a still of a guy standing next to the next to Namigon. Right. And I'm thinking this could be a puppet. Oh really? It could be a guy inside partially. I think this may be a maybe like a rod puppet. Okay, that would make so, sense because you yeah. did say that they would have to use like little stalks for the eyes and stuff like that. Yeah. So it could be a combination. Of things. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Now I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you can get all your mom back and yell at her. Stop it, mom. Jeez. Oh God. Oh, not the boss of me. I tell you. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ma, I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly but yeah i'm enjoying i'm enjoying seeing the origins of the ultra series with yeah ultra it is series. very cool I, I do like the suits i mean i'm letting the technology go because i understand it's 60s technology like yeah. i said you know so I, I let a lot of it just slide by going all right that's the best they could do at the time yeah but when they have the god-awful monkey mask that was bad that oh was I, I think bad. i just I, I find it i I think it's great. I, I really do. <laughs> it's charming as all get out that you're like, I got you. I got you. Like, and I looked at it and I went, that's the Kong suit that they just mangled Repurposed. up. Repurposed. Sure. Yeah. Ma Repurposed. <laughs> there you go. Repurposed. Not mangled. We didn't mangle it. We no, we repurposed it. it. <laughs> yeah. We beat the living daylights out of it, but we repurposed it. Um, but yeah. And the fact that they, even after they um, repurposed it, they, Gave it back to Toho, and Toho's like, good enough for another Kong movie. <laughs> of course, of course, I'm all good with that. <laughs> and Use it again, never, it's good. If, if you've never seen um, King Kong Escapes, I highly recommend it. It's I think fun. I've seen it. I know I've seen Kong versus Godzilla, but I'm yeah. not sure if I've seen Kong. King Kong Escapes, Escapes is great. It uh, it's It's got Mechanic Kong in it. Oh, good God. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's 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 a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It's a lot of fun. Um, if I come across a copy of it, I'll let you know. There you go. It, Sounds it, good. It's not a hard thing to get, so it does show up in my... Quite often. ...in lots of stuff that I buy once in a while. So Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's that. So, yeah. Um... Rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell anybody, spray do all the things, the street, whatever you have to do. But if you get caught, we will disavow any knowledge. We know nothing. We see nothing. Yep. <laughs> Wait, I saw nothing. Exactly. We are the Sergeant Schultz's podcast. <laughs> is that a bad thing? I think that is the being, bad thing. Once you say Sergeant Schultz, he was a Nazi. <laughs> I mean, he was a bad. He was. 
he, I was going to say he was a bad Nazi. He was both a bad Nazi and a bad Nazi. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> both ways, exactly. Yep. yep. So that's it. We're going to re, I'm redacting that. Imagine this black marker going over that. That's, that's what that sound was. So um, rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you all next week for episodes uh, the four and five. Yes, of Ultra yeah. Q. Right. And uh, with the National Suicide Hotline number, you want to you oh. give that out real quick? Yeah, hold on just a second. I put my book down. Uh, how did I write it? There it is. It's 1-800-273-8255. Someone is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Always there to listen. And uh, let me also uh, take this opportunity to tell you guys, put a case on your phone because it literally saved my phone last night. Oh, did um, it really? Yeah. Busted a giant chunk off, my off the case, uh, but not Phone's the phone. fine. That's the important part. It was a cheap <laughs> case, dude. It doesn't really like even something that's like a six dollar case could still have old phone. Beautiful thing. Exactly. Ordering a new one today. So there you go. Yeah. So good times, guys. Uh, so on behalf of the Science Patrol and cheap phone cases, I am Mitch Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford. Take care, everybody. Bring back Bob. <laughs> Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.